Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. front of the cameras, we all hate each other. Behind the scenes, it's a business. Everything we're going into a revolution. We're in the revolution. Now the question is, who's going to win? We'll let them do. They know just how much latitude their department gives them on abusing citizens. They do it because they know they can. They do it because they know, they know they will get away with it. The survival of the human race literally is at stake. The physical survival, the level of health that people will enjoy, the survival of the planet. If you're concerned about the environment, this is your issue. And yet most people have no idea that it's even going on. It is called geoengineering, fighting global warming by putting a chemical dust in the atmosphere and reflecting harmful radiation back into space. You could use barium oxide, for example, uh, which makes big fluffy clouds. And you could use tiny little bits of aluminum, which is benign in the environment, and essentially manage the climate. Hello, everyone. What you just heard was a clip from G. Edward Griffin's What in the World Are They Spraying? I'd like to welcome everyone to Guerrilla Activism Radio, the truth of the news and the news of the truth. Guerrilla Activism Radio is an affiliate of truth-media.info. Now, if you, have, uh, if you haven't noticed yet from the clip that we just played, today's topic is going to be about the chemtrail uh, contrail, uh, you know, uh, discussion. It's a, it's, it's a pretty controversial one. A lot of people don't want to believe it. And a lot of other ones have no choice but to because it's actually been affecting them physically. Uh, they, uh, you know, they have seen them in the skies, such as, uh, you know, how I see them here in my skies of uh, Jersey City, New Jersey. Um, once again, my name is uh, Miguel. I, I will be your host alongside my co-host, Eric. How's it going, Eric? Hey. Hey, Miguel, how are you? Great show. Uh, Contrails versus chemtrails. You're right. Absolutely right. A lot of people see them every day here in Jersey City and North Bergen. You know, sometimes it's crisscross. Sometimes it looks like a mini checkerboard in the sky. And a lot of people, unfortunately, are busy going to work. You know, they go from one enclosure to the next enclosure from their house to their job, and they don't really get to really enjoy the the sky or look up anymore. And they think that these... uh, chemtrails or chemical trails are just clouds that, uh, you know, and sometimes they, they start as these long streaks and then they they bloom into these kind of weird, really oddly shaped clouds. And those of us who've been studying these for a while can, can really identify them. And I'm always pointing them out to people. I'm sure you are too. Um, whenever I, I see them in the sky being made or crisscrossing. So it, it's going to be a very interesting show. Thank you for that clip. I'm going to read to you, the, to the people, that uh, the difference between contrails, which is condensation, and there's no doubt that contrails exist, 
this is the water that condenses at the uh, the out uh, the out source of the of the um, jets and planes. And a chemtrail is what others and myself and uh, you know uh, many scientists globally refer to. Uh, it, it's a marriage of two words: chemical and trails. So it's contrails or chemtrails. Contrails or condensation trails are streaks of condensed water vapor created in the air by an airplane or rocket at high altitudes. These condensation trails are the result of normal emissions of water vapor from piston engines and jet engines at high altitudes in which the water vapor condenses into a visible cloud. Contrails, or the condensation trails, are formed when hot, humid air from the engines mixes with colder surrounding air. The rate at which the contrails dissipate is entirely dependent on weather conditions and altitude. If the atmosphere is near saturation, the contrail may exist for some time. Conversely, if the atmosphere is dry, the contrail will dissipate quickly. Now, we can compare that with chemtrails. Now, what many people believe are actually chemicals being poured out for various reasons um, is is something that is very controversial. Now, um, one other little difference, um, contrail versus chemtrail. A contrail disperses, as I just read. Uh, chemtrail spreads into a cloud cover and sometimes even has fallout, which may appear as cobweb-like filaments. You might find them hanging on leaves and plants or in the grass, or as red-yellow powders or as a milky-white fluid various people have have reported um, across the USA. Now, there's different reasons that have been explained why these chemicals are being sprayed in the air. Um, one of them is to stop global warming, that partic particles of aluminum are sprayed in to kind of deflect uh, the rays of the sun, the harmful rays of the sun. Um, another is, is to jam the 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 satellite um, you know availability from from other nations trying to look at our um, you know our nation or our our um, you know uh, what we have on the ground and such so so they block this their satellite capability that's another uh, you know explanation what is the truth we don't know um, we're just saying people should look into this and research it um, it's it's very suspicious that Along with this, um, you know, outside outbreak of, of um, Alzheimer's and cancers and dementia and and depression uh, in the last, I would say, maybe 25, 30 years, there's also been uh, a growing um, obvious link to these chemtrails. So we are wondering: Is there this demonic marriage between the two? Uh, the uh, the increase of chemtrails and the obvious increase of Alzheimer's, cancer, and depression. Um, well, I'll, I'll tell the people also, Miguel, that in 1966, a chemtrail conspiracy theory began to circulate when the U.S. Air Force was accused of, quote-unquote, spraying the U.S. population with mysterious substances from aircraft, generating unusual contrail patterns. Uh, the Air Force says that these accusations were a hoax fueled in part by citations of a strategy paper drafted within the Air, Force, uh, Air Force's Air University entitled Weather as a Force Multiplier, Owning the Weather in 2025. Uh, the paper was presented in response to a military directive to outline a future strategic weather modification system for the purpose of maintaining the U.S. military dominance in the year 2025 as identified as fictional representations of future situations and or scenarios. Now, we have to remember also, uh, listeners, that it's very common and common knowledge that it is uh, within the power of uh, the military and other forces to control the weather. This is not nothing conspiratorial. This is nothing outlandish or freakish or, you know, science fiction. This is science fact. They do they do currently uh, control, uh, can sway the weather. They seed the clouds, they seed the upper atmosphere, and they can, you know, keep 
uh, certain clouds at bay. They can create uh, rain. They can create clouds. And for me personally, the first time I had ever, ever, ever heard of this, I was reading, believe it or not, uh, the Daily News. This is maybe 25 years ago when Imelda Marcos, if people remember the Marcoses that were uh, supported by, by the U.S. government, uh, they were the rulers, I would say dictators of the Philippines. But Imelda Marcos was being quoted in this column in the Daily News, and it still sticks to me to this day, where she was bragging that she was going to have this outdoor party, but she sent up forces into the, you know, into the atmosphere to uh, put chemicals in the atmosphere to keep the, the clouds at, away and, and the rain away so they could have this beautiful, lovely outdoor party. Hmm. Unbelievable. And that's something that is well-documented from that point up till now. It is something that we know about. So if, if they can control the weather, on, I don't know if they're controlling it all over, obviously. You know, that, that I think would be you know, really impossible, of course. But on a small scale and small areas, they definitely do and can uh, control control the weather on on uh, you know in certain areas. And um, I think it's, it's I think it's important that we also let uh, people know that we um, when 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 things like this are when issues like this are brought up, we can only really speculate on the reasoning why that there's that, that these these uh you know occurrences of spraying and chemtrail. Um, you know, these photos and, and actual videoed footage of these chemtrails in the skies. We can only speculate on the reasons why that they are being done. But um, one thing is 100% fact, that they are, they are spraying uh, certain, certain uh, actually a lot of different areas across the United States and, and pro- probably the world, just like you mentioned before, they are spraying the skies. Now, the, the, re- the reasoning behind that, there many different people have a lot of different opinions on that, and uh, you know we're we're going to shed a light on a lot of different uh, facts and and uh, opinions and scientifically proven uh, substances that were found in these in these uh, collected uh, minerals that that were dropped from from these sprayed uh, you know chemtrails. Right now, allegedly, some of the different uh, substances that have been found. Uh, from these springs, this is what people ha- claim. Uh, I'm not saying I believe it. I'm not saying I don't believe it. I just, I just want you know us to to have an open mind, our our listeners, and and we should, you know, wrestle every topic. Um, some of the things that they found in the atmosphere: are barium, uh, mm-hmm. aluminum salts, polymer fibers, thorium, or silicon carbide. So these, in by themselves or in in different uh, combinations, can be detrimental to the lives not only of the environment and of plants and animals but humans um and later also i'll talk a little bit about uh something that's 100 percent fact there's absolutely no way anybody can refute this or call any of us a conspiracy theory this is 100 percent fact 1999 i'll bring it up a little closer right 1999 2000 the mayor of new york at the time rudy giuliani there, there, people will remember there, there was an outbreak of what was called, or so-called outbreak of West Nile virus. And Rudy Giuliani sprayed all of New York. He sprayed it. He literally gassed and sprayed the people of New York with what was a poison called malathion. Is that, that true? Is absolutely 100% true. There were movements. There were, there were organizations that got together. Gary Null was a big... Um, uh, voice against the spraying because all these chemicals went into open waters, went into trees, went into people's homes, and this is a a, a very toxic poison, malathion. So he literally sprayed poison all over New York, and this was just a year, a little less than a year prior to 9/11. Now, now was his reasoning behind that to to was that supposed to kill West Nile virus? Yes, that's what they were hoping to do to kill the the bugs and the uh, the eggs or whatever. But um, wow, what many people were saying is that it, it really doesn't do what they were claiming it does um, because of such the high altitude and you know the weather conditions and um, you know it was also um, let me see it says malathion is also used in conjunction with diesel fuel to fog an area 
where there is an infestation of mosquitoes. So there's something else, diesel fuel. But apparently there was some kind of collusion between him and this chemical corporation. And it was really, as, as most things do, you scratch the surface, it always comes down to making a quick buck or, or you, know, you know, paying off somebody down the line. Uh, there was some deal that was made, and, and this chemical company got the rights to, to spray all of Manhattan, all of New York, all of New York. That's insane. And 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 this was with a toxic substance that they they knew that this was this that this was a toxic uh that this could and yeah. essentially poison people. Exactly. Yep, malathion itself um you know is uh can be absorbed uh you know can be ingested into the human body and uh it it, it makes it it make once you ingest it it, it becomes even more toxic. <clears throat> so, hmm. you know, they 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 were doing this under the guise of, oh, my God, West Nile virus, you know, this big outbreak um, where they claimed, you know, X numbers of people had, had died. Um, and although at the time, I really do not remember seeing any person who was a victim or alleged victim of, of West Nile virus. I think maybe one person they showed a photo of that I remember. And at, the, at that time, I was watching the news. You know, I was watching the news all the time on television. Mm-hmm. Um, now I just watch on, on, on computer like I think most of us do, get a lot of in, our information from from the Internet. So, you know, here's something that cannot be refuted. It's definite that planes definitely dropped this poison on New York. There's absolutely no ifs, ands, or buts. Another, another recent, um, just be, because of the Freedom of Information Act, the FOIA Act, St. Louis, Missouri, in the 40s, I believe, a uh, small town, mostly African-American, uh, town, uh, the area in St. Louis, Missouri, they just found out just a month ago, less than a month ago, uh, these papers were released that they, uh, at the time in the 1940s, this small area was being sprayed with, with chemicals, unbeknownst to the population, of course, and then they would monitor the, the reactions of the, of the population of this town. Wow. So, so they were, for people, wait a minute, you said, you said that this was, uh, what year was this, 1940? About 1940-something. Yeah, I don't remember the exact year. I, I don't have it pulled up on the computer. I'll get it in a second. But uh, mm-hmm. this was just, yeah. It's, uh, so when people say, oh, that never happened, the government would never do that, well, here's two examples that are proven and absolutely factual of, of spraying. Well, so, mm-hmm. You know what? That, that's very interesting that you bring that up um, because a lot of people don't know that um, up until a couple of years ago, uh, and this is a perfect segue to the next clip that I want to uh, to bring up. Uh, up until a couple of years ago, and I just discovered this recently as well. Maybe you know sometimes uh, you know things slip through the cracks, and we we don't always catch um, catch all of the information. But um, like I was saying, up until a couple of years ago, it was actually legal for the government to experiment on on the uh, on the populace um, wow. under certain uh, under certain conditions. Now, what those conditions can possibly be to allow the government to test on the people of our country, I have no fucking clue. It sounds crazy. Uh, it sounds demonic in, 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 its, uh, in just saying that, that, you know, that they'll be allowed to, to test on our, on our children and, and you know, the, the, the people, everyone, everyone. So uh, I have a clip here from uh, News 4 uh, Arkansas. This was a, 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 uh, a quick little clip on, sorry, I'm just looking at the clip here. I'm loading it. Okay, so this is uh, from News 4 Arkansas. It's basically basically covering a man who had noticed that there was an extreme abundance of chemtrails in the sky to the point where he decided to take it upon himself to get uh, glass jars and actually start collecting um, the substance the substance that was coming out of the sky. That's how thick it was that he could actually collect it. It was in the I mean from what he can see, because, you know, some of these substances are uh, invisible to the naked eye. Um, you know, they affected plants and other, other things within the area. But uh, here, I'm just going to play this clip and, and you know, and, uh, you know, everyone take a listen. It seemed like some mornings it was just crisscrossing the whole sky. They were just, it was just like a giant checkerboard. Bill Nichols snapped several photos of the strange clouds from his home in Stamps, Arkansas. They begin as normal contrails from a jet engine, 
but do not fade away like a normal contrail. Soon after, he saw particles in the air. You know, because we'd see it drop to, to the ground in a haze. Nichols then noticed the material collecting on the ground. This is uh, water and stuff that I collected in bowls. I had it set out in my backyard on my dad's pickup truck. KSLA News 12 had the sample tested at a lab. The results? A high level of barium, 6.8 parts per million, more than three times the toxic level set by the EPA. Armed with these lab results about the high levels of barium found in our sample, we decided to contact the Louisiana Department of Environmental Quality. They told us that, yes, these levels are very unusual, but at the same time, they added the caveat that proving the source is a whole other matter. Barium is a hallmark of other chemtrail testing, which even attracted attention from a Los Angeles TV station. There's already no shortage of unclassified weather modification programs by the government. But those who fear chemtrails could be secret biological or chemical testing on the public point to the 1977 Senate hearings in particular, which confirmed 239 populated areas had been contaminated with biological agents between 1949 and 1969. Later, the 1994 Rockefeller Report concluded hundreds of thousands of military personnel were also subjected to secret biological experiments over the last 60 years. So could secret testing be underway yet again? I'd rather it be something inert and benign, you know, something that's, you know, not causing any damage, but uh, I'd like to know what it is. KSLA News 12 discovered chemtrails are even mentioned by name in the initial draft of House Bill 2977 back in 2001 under the Space Preservation Act. But the military denies any such program exists. Now, that bill, um, Eric, that bill actually, I was trying to forward it to you uh, earlier. I, I, it was weird how you couldn't see it, but I actually have a copy of that bill that mentions chemtrails by name. So do you this have is it? not, do you, yeah, I, I do actually have it here, yes. I'm yeah, looking right at it. Great. Um, if you could read, maybe if it's in front of you, uh, sure. you know, read that part where you said they actually use the word, this is in a government document, where they actually use the word chemtrails, because that's the word that really bothers people. I remember when I was working in New York, um, I was on set, and one of the uh, fellow workers was a former Marine. And we we were talking about chemtrails, contrails. And he said, oh, yeah, chemtrails, oh, that's, you know, that's, you know, forget it. He goes, contrails, yeah, yeah, we used to call them connies. Yeah, you know, con, yeah, this, the connies in the air. So so he knew, he knew, they know, of course, as pilots, they know that there's condensation. But it's interesting that the government would actually now use that word chemtrail, chemical mm -hmm. trail. So if you, if you have that, that would be nice to hear. I mean, you know, these bills are, are extremely huge, so I'm just going to try to oh. summarize if they can choose a, a couple of parts here. But, I mean, and this, this isn't one of the, the bigger bills, like uh, the NDAA, but it was, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty hefty one. Uh, basically, it's called the, Spe the Space Preservation Act of 2001. This was um, introduced to the House of Representatives in October 2nd, 2001. And basically, the bill, uh, you know, just to summarize, it, the, the bill, this is, this is exactly word for what it says in the bill. It's uh, to preserve the cooperative, peaceful uses of space for the benefit of all humankind by permanently prohibiting the basing of weapons in space by the United States and to require the president to take action to adopt and implement a world treaty banning space-based weapons. Now, they actually have a uh they they outline what they mean by space based weapons and this is where the 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 definitions for uh um for um you know weapons space weapons are now in that in that section of the definitions for space weapons here are some terms now this is introduced in the bill mm. this is not introduced by any you know conspiracy theorists or whatever you know, everyone wants to call it, you know, everyone who questions anything from the government, they want to call us nuts. This is their own terminology, their own words. Um, this is in the seventh section of the act in the definitions portion, where it says the term space means all space extending upward from an altitude greater than 60 kilometers above the surface of the earth and any celestial body in such space. Now, the third section of that section... <laughs> Uh, it's broken from Section 7 under Section 2 of Section 7 in the B section. So 
Such terms include exotic weapons such as electronic, psychotronic, or information weapons, hmm. high-altitude, ultra-low-frequency weapon systems, which I think is a reference to HARP, uh, right. class electromagnetic, sonic, or ultra we ultrasonic weapons, chemtrails, and laser weapons systems. Now, there's a couple extra other ones in there, too, but we don't really have to get into that one. So there's the quote-unquote damning word. They actually use the word chemtrails. Yes. That's kind of interesting that the government would use something that they have denied exists. Right. And you notice in that clip also they mention, I believe they, they might mention that same instance that you were mentioning uh, before with the, in the 19, it was actually 1949, I believe. Okay. Yes, probably. That makes sense. St. Louis, Missouri. Right. So it's, you know, this isn't something that, uh, you know, we just, you know, brought out of thin air. We're like, hey, yeah, let's start, let's start a big hubbub about this. Let's just start, um, you know, we're so paranoid that we think our government is trying to poison the air that we breathe. Well, guess what? They, they are. <laughs> they, they pretty much are because scientists and people, regular old citizens of this country who may or may not believe, who don't believe maybe in 9-11 truth or don't uh, believe that the Federal Reserve is this big bad, bad entity uh, coming to take over the planet, the, even individuals like this who just go to work every day, watch TV, get up and do the same thing, uh, you know, go to sleep and get up and do the same thing the next day, have problems with this too and have discovered the same things that we have discovered, that there are minerals in the skies that are being rained on our, on our cities that cause damage to us. Right. Now, in that St. Louis uh, story, the, you know, the Army finally admitted that it showered certain locales with a chemical mixture. Uh, they said it was to test smoke screens at the time that they had deployed to shield St. Louis from any nuclear assault from Russia. Now, remember at the time there was, an, uh, you know, this nuclear, you know, scare. You know, Russia was the big bad guy and, you know, we, they, America was always being terrorized. But they were actually testing uh, these these things on the American populace. But what the scary part is, is, is again, unbeknownst to these people. And, and maybe worse than all of that, they were very poor people. So they, they'll just use us sometimes as, and not, not everybody in the government, but the factions within the government. You know, I'm sure not everybody had um, a copy of what was, gonna, what was happening. You know, the, the, a lot of these things are top, top, top secret. But right. how can you, how, yeah, how can you, you know, deny that factions within our government uh, have, have sprayed chemicals when here are at just two or three basic uh, you know, fa factual happenings that, that we're bringing to the people. Um, and, and I might add that most of the people in that area, um, including the people who've been bringing lawsuits uh, forward, have their families and themselves have suffered from many cancers in their family. They, they were always wondering, why am I always getting cancer? Why do I have this cancer? Why did dad die so young? Why did mom die so young? Why did my child, you know, on and on. And now they're starting to understand why. It was possibly, maybe because of, these um, chemicals uh, that were sprayed on people in, in uh, St. Louis. And, and, you know, all the people out there, this, this spike in depression, like I mentioned before, Alzheimer's, maybe, maybe part of this is due to what we've been breathing in in our polluted air. And these aluminum particles, I'm sure, do not help. So you add that, you, you have this polluted air, you have polluted water that you're ingesting, you have this horrible diet, then you have you know, all these, you're in front of all these um, computer screens and high-tech uh, gadgets that we have. And yeah, we use, of course, we need them. But, you know, we're in, in front of them maybe too many, too much during the day. Or we keep them in our pocket, you know, or our top pocket near our heart or, you know, near our, you know, private area, whatever. And these might lead to cancers um, in the future also. So you add all these things together. Then they want you to take these medications to help you er eradicate these diseases that they've caused to begin with. Now, some people say that, you know, well, those individuals who believe that this is not being done as a bad thing and it's actually done to help say that they spray these, these substances in the sky to, to, use, to kind of be used as a reflector. I'm not really sure if I understand it, but this is what, what, what they're saying. They're saying that they're spraying this radiation like, uh, you know, for anyone who's, who's been through a basic science course, uh, 
Um, there is radiation in space. There is a magnetic field that surrounds the Earth that protects us from all of this space radiation, especially from the sun, because the sun has a lot of radiation and, and uh, other, other types of uh, you know, dangerous stuff coming off of it that, hits, that can wipe the planet clean of all life. Now, the magnetic poles create this force field, in essence, around the planet that, that keep us safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, now they're saying that there's some radiation that seeps through. And it, the way that they combat this radiation is through the aluminum and barium or what have you, whatever chemicals that they're spraying in, in, in the skies, to reflect this radiation back into space. Now, my question to those individuals that don't believe in what we, you know, me, me and you, Eric, might, might believe about this, um, that is being used for, you know, a, a bad purpose, and that is being used for good, my question to those people who, who believe it's being used for a good purpose is why haven't they told the people of the planet Earth that, this, that they're doing these type of things? Why, why keep it a secret when all one has to do is just look up into the sky and see these, uh, these trails and like you said before, sometimes it looks like a checkerboard. Like you'd have to be an idiot not to uh, realize, like, what is that? Why is that up there? Why has it been there for six hours? You know, it's not supposed to be up there for that long, especially with uh, wind currents. If anyone's ever uh, been in an airplane um, at, at certain, um, you know, certain, certain heights, you can actually hear the, the wind and, and see the clouds and how quickly they move. And when a trail is there for that long in the same area, basically just coming right back down into the planet, it has to be a really thick substance. And uh, like we mentioned before, the people who have collected certain, uh, some of these minerals that have dropped down to the earth, they, they, they had traces of aluminum and barium and different types of uh, chemical um, and metals and, and things that can, can be very hazardous, to, to uh, per- especially the youth, especially the children who, um, you know, breathe this stuff in. Right. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's funny that you just mentioned, and that's a great question, why don't they tell us if that is the case? You know, they, they just keep denying it, denying it. Why wouldn't they say, hey, we, we spray these things to help you, X, Y, and Z? They'd probably be afraid of people saying, oh, I'm getting sick or I'm allergic to X, Y, and Z chemical, and they're probably, uh, you know, worried about all these future lawsuits. But you would think that the government would be happy to announce that they had a plan to reduce global warming. You know, oh, you know, they, they hype up the idea of global warming all the time. Well, here's, here's what we're doing to stop it, guys. Why wouldn't they explain that? Now, you know, um, if spraying the powdered aluminum oxide from jetliners would, would, you know, stave off dire predictions of violent storms, melting caps, rapidly rising oceans, most people, I think, would likely applaud their attempts and they would be with the government if they, if they would present it that way, even if it's not true, even if they said, hey, we're doing this to help you. Then then I don't think it'd be a big thing. But maybe it's maybe they just go along, well, you know, people would just go about their day and they don't really notice and they don't really care. And so, you know, there's no need to say one thing one way or the other. Insane. But I'm wondering, is, is it possible that there, there's other reasons that there's these medical par- uh, these aluminum particles, you know, in the air. Um, I, you know, you hear so many things. I, I don't. I'm, I'm not a scientist, um, but I have watched many clips about this issue mm-hmm. from scientists themselves. Uh, a lot of them in the U.S. A lot of them from Germany and Austria and uh, other co- France, and you know, very sophisticated, well uh, accredited scientists that know much more than I do that know that there are chemtrails not only here in the US but all over the world there, there's you know these sightings of, of uh, chemicals and, and people finding these fibrous materials and things after they've uh, you know been sprayed allegedly right that, that means it's and, and plus you know you know I, I think you, you, do, you have some pictures of chemtrails as well right I do. Everyone's from, from you know, local. Absolutely. Right. Uh, when I'm in New York, you know, and I, I've been collecting them maybe for the past five years, five or six years. Um, I'll just take a shot, you know, over, you know, Midtown or, or you know, if we're in upstate New York or if I'm in 
my front yard, and uh, right. they're literally crisscrossing each other for hours. And then you'll see two more, you know, and then sometimes you'll see two, two different planes go through the sky at the same level at the same time. One has a, this giant contrail or chemtrail, and the other one doesn't. You know, and I wonder, well, why is that? You know, I'm, I'm sure that maybe there's some scientific reason, or maybe they are spraying something that that we don't know about. So now I have some I have some pictures also from, um, you know, every once in a while I'll take a cab to work, and uh, you know, by the Hudson River, there's a lot of uh, clear, you know, it's usually uh, clear skies um, early in the morning. We're talking about maybe like six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. I mean, the Hudson River isn't the cleanest uh river in the world either but um one every once in a while i'll you know while i'm in the cab uh look up into the sky just you know trying to wake up because i'm you know i'm not really that much of a morning person so i'll you know i'm I'm pretty much dazed out but just looking up into the sky like all right oh great you know another day of work you know suffering <laughs> but why you know usually at the time when i'm looking up into the sky i see an incredible abundance of uh chemtrails um, it, they seem to be more frequent nowadays. Um, like it's, like it's a you know, it, it it's been such a pushed aside issue where no one's paying attention to it anymore. That they they've just gone out of control with it and now have become begun to start spraying um, even more. Um, I have multiple. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I've actually been taking pictures probably for maybe three, two to three years. I have a small collection of them. I've, I've I've put them on Facebook. I post, posted them on my Twitter, and people will be like, "Wow, that's you know things things seem to get um, you know things seem to be getting out of control in uh, Jersey City right now with chemtrails because they're all over the place. I see them everywhere. I've had so many pictures, not even just from uh, by the Hudson River, even up here you know where we're located, and uh, even parts of Union City and West New York. And uh, you know what? I actually even have a picture of chemtrails above Zuccotti Park during the beginnings of the Occupy movement. Wow. Uh, yeah, I have, I have a, a couple there. I think uh, it was me, uh, Mike Pelagati, and uh, I think it was, yeah, it was, it was, we were talking about the early days of Occupy. Where it was just me and him um, and some other, other people. I think, uh, Gabe, I think Gabriel Brown might have been there, too. But, hmm. you know, I, I was taking a picture of the, uh, the new Twin Tower-type creation that they have there now and I, you know, I just noticed that there was chemtrails there and started taking pictures you just reminded me of something really funny that ha- happened on i happened to be working on a film in new york and you know i had i was with the crew for a long time you know you're with them for months and months and months and I, we were outdoors it was a beautiful day and i think we were in brooklyn and <laughs> you know there's a lot of hip artists there in in, in the area where we were shooting this time anyway up in the sky, we were outdoors, it was again a beautiful day, and several planes went by. And you, you and I have seen this down, what we say down the shore. You know, it's a, in, when you're from New Jersey, it's always down the shore. What we saw yeah. down the shore, you would see these planes would go by and they would print words in the air. You'd print, you know, like buy something at Joe's Crab Market or, you know, special dinner tonight at, you know, blah, blah, blah casino, whatever, at Atlantic City. But we looked up in the sky on on set a couple of years ago, and these planes just went by. And what they wrote was kind of hilarious. They just wrote "cloud," C L O U D. Was was <laughs> the word "cloud" was spelled out in the sky in chemicals? I guess. What else are they? You know, and and it stays there for a while. And I I believe I have it on my old phone, my older phone, before I uh, upgraded my phone. I took a photo of it, and I said to all the guys who thought I was crazy, I'm running over to, you know, the grip and the, you know, and the sound boom guy. I'm like, guy, look at that. If they can do that, if they can can write the word cloud, like as some kind of art, maybe with some kind of artsy-fartsy, you know, thing, or maybe a new magazine or, you know, a group, uh, who knows. But um, if they could do that, why wouldn't they be able to spray Secretly, uh, you know what? Uh, very quickly, we we just got a yeah. call. Oh, good. Um, let the caller into the room. Uh, caller, when when you get into the uh, room, just state your name and uh, what you'd like to add to the discussion. Hey, how's it going? It's Gabriel. Gabe. What's up? Hey, Gabriel. How are you, buddy? Yeah, just getting back from Albany at the uh, Second Amendment event going on up at uh, the Capitol. Nice. Good. Awesome, awesome. 
maybe you give us a quick one-minute report back, and then we'll jump back on the chemtrail train. Yeah, sure. It was a pretty big turnout. There's a lot of people in the front of the uh, building where Cuomo works, uh, from my understanding. Uh, and uh, interesting enough, uh, a couple of We Are Change New York City folks, like myself and uh, Nat in New York, uh, we posted up a uh, flag on the uh, flagpole. We hoisted <laughs> it up. Yeah, come and take it, flag. Gonzalez flag. There will be a video of that up at some point on YouTube. I'm not sure exactly what channel it will be, but uh, I'll find that soon enough. But it was a good turnout overall. And this was for the Second Amendment, right? Yeah, it's all about uh, protection of the Second Amendment because of the recent laws that have been passed here in New York State by Cuomo and uh, other criminals, as I like to call them, to restrict our rights. I mean, here's something I could <laughs> I think ask. we all call them criminals. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could ask this simple question, though. Why... Are these gun control people trying to hand over a monopoly of gun ownership to a group of people who use weapons that you or I don't have access to to kill innocent women and children in other countries that we probably never heard of before with drones? I don't have drones. I don't think you have drones. So why, why do they want to give the government that kind of monopoly on guns when they have a track record by their logic that qualifies for gun control against them? I don't get it. Well, that's exactly our, our. I think we actually had discussed that on, on the show that when, when we were uh, discussing that that same exact point doesn't make any sense and it's just not logical. No. Um, yeah. Well, let, let, you know what? Very quickly, Gabe. Now I I know that uh, you're very well aware of uh, the chemtrail phenomenon. Yeah. And I've seen you post multiple pictures of of chemtrails on your Facebook profile, and I, I know you you've shown me a lot of them personally. Uh, do you see them out where, where you live as well? Yeah, I mean, they're all over the place. They're on Long Island. I, I just saw some upstate today, actually, when I was up in, uh, speaking of chemtrails. <laughs> I just saw them when I was on my way up there. Not as heavy spraying, but what I noticed is, particularly where the spraying is located, it's more like inland than you see it out where the water is, because we were driving over the bridge near uh, Manhattan to head upstate. Albany, and I would see him spraying more so inland than out in the water. So it seems like it's definitely concentrated more inland than it is out in the ocean. Now, what do you understand are the differences? I I did read them before, but uh, I know you know much on this topic. What do you know are the major differences between chemtrails, chemical trails, and contrails, which are condensation trails? Well, from my understanding, just from my own eyes and just, you know, witnessing and a little bit of research here and there, uh, the uh, condensation trails, they're not, as, they're not toxic. They dissipate. They don't stay up in the air. These, these uh, chemical trails or geoengineering, whatever you want to call it, uh, we can use their term, geoengineering, mm-hmm. they stay up there for hours and these streaks except they start spreading out like this big blanket. They cover the whole sky of almost like this hazy... Like it's no longer a blue sky. It's kind of like a gray sky. It gets really bizarre. It, it, there's definitely a... It is staying up there, no doubt. I mean, this, is not, this can't be good for the Earth as well as human life, period. There's a, there's looks, a very good... Have you guys seen the documentary, What in the World Are They Spraying? Yeah, actually, yeah, I have, and uh, I actually went to see the um, the showing of the other film, Why in the World They Sprang. Uh, there was a film showing of that back in August. We saw it before it was actually released on DVD. Pretty good film yeah. overall as yeah. well. Now, are those related, those two films? Are they Is one a sequel and a prequel, or are they just an one addendum? Is, uh, well, as the titles imply, what in the world they sprang, that's kind of more or less goes through the, you know, the basic of what, what are chemtrails, basically. And uh, the second one mostly, I guess you could say, poses the question, why are they spraying? It poses several ideas of why they could be spraying. It could be for military purposes. It could be for uh, speculation on the stock market, knowing certain weather patterns might change on certain periods of time, if corporations are involved with that. I, there's a lot of interesting uh, factors on both films. I, I definitely recommend to anyone who hasn't seen either film to get their hands on it and take a look at it. 
Yeah, I think I was there during one of the screenings for for those. Was that was that Fifty Six Walker? No, it was uh, it was in Huntington, uh, New York, when we saw the second film. We may have actually shown the first film of Fifty Six Walker, if I I believe in uh, two thousand eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come to think of it, we did actually show it there when we were doing uh, film screenings as uh, under We Are Change New York City. There's a good website here that I'm just going to read a quick um, excerpt from. It's called topdocumentaryfilms.com. So you can go there and search for all different documentaries, topdocumentaryfilms.com. Yes. And I'll just read a little bit about what in the world are they spraying. By now, everyone has seen crisscrossing streaks of white clouds trailing behind jet aircraft, stretching from horizon to horizon, eventually turning the sky into a murky haze. Our innate intelligence tells us these are not mere vapor trails from jet engines, but no one has yet probed the question, who is doing this and why? With the release of this video, all of that has changed. Here is the story of a rapidly developing industry called geoengineering, driven by scientists, corporations, and governments, intent on changing global climate, controlling the weather, and altering the chemical composition of soil and water, all supposedly for the betterment of mankind. So there's that supposedly. word. Supposedly. Yes, yeah, supposedly. And then, well, and also geoengineering. Yeah, supposedly. Well, it's funny. What's funny is you watch the uh, the first film, the What in the World is Spraying. I actually have video footage of these, uh, these scientists who are supportive of uh, geoengineering. They even say themselves that they're basically riding on their grandchildren's future. They don't really know what the overall effects are because, in a way, we're becoming uh, guinea pigs in a uh, very large uh, laboratory called the Earth. And they don't know what the effects of geoengineering will be ultimately to the environment or the world until they actually see the results of what has come from the testing of geoengineering on the human population as well as the planet. Okay, very quickly. Very quickly. uh, I think I just want to... Breaking news. Um, uh, you know, this doesn't really have anything to do with the topic. I apologize for jumping in, uh, Gabe. Uh, no but um, as everyone knows, Bradley Manning is currently on trial for uh, you yes. know the WikiLeaks scandal and, and all that all that stuff. Um, it's actually just been brought to my attention by uh, my friend Marino <clears throat> that while the trial was going on, the judge of the trial was actually tweeting on her personal Twitter account that was actually just verified to be her, to be authentic. It was a, a verified Twitter account. I'd like to read what she tweeted while she was in the courtroom um, during the, the Bradley Manning trial. Uh, the first tweet reads, For all of you who don't know me, I'm the judge in Bradley Manning's trial. The second tweet, I have some things to say to the American people before the government tries to silence me. Third, all of you need to know the truth. Mr. Manning is innocent. The fourth one, wow. I'm, being pressured, I'm being pressured by the government and the military to prosecute an innocent young man. The fifth tweet, the government and military want to use Mr. Manning as an example for future whistleblowers. Don't report our crimes. Mr. Manning is a very brave young man, and he did the right thing. The next tweet, every soldier has a moral duty to report crimes, even if those crimes are co- committed by their own government or military. Now, this is happening right now. Her last tweet before she says that she has to go is, I have to get off Twitter now, but all of you remember this. Do not trust your government, and please stand up for Mr. Manning. I sure, I sure will be getting – I'm sure I'm, – I'm, you know, it looks like she was uh, tweeting too quickly. But she, it looks like she says, I, I'm Are we sure nervous? I'm getting, yeah, very nervous. I'm sure I'll be getting a call shortly from President Obama. Well, that goes that, to show you if that's this is verifiable – Yes, it's it's actually because there's only one way that a Twitter account can get ver- verified, um, and that's yeah. only if it's an authentic person's Twitter account. Uh, yeah. This is Judge Denise Arlene. Now, can, can, can I ask you something? Is, is there any? Is there because I'm not the technical guy, Miguel. You know so much more by far. You, you this is your field. Is there a way? Uh, t- I want to believe that. I, I'm, 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 my, my head is just wow. You know, uh, this is a great show that we've been talking about, but this is breaking news. It, is it possible to hack somebody's? Let's say I, I you know, somebody like Anonymous. I don't know if they, you know, would Anonymous do something like that to to bring attention to this? Is it possible to get into somebody's 
a Twitter account? I don't have one. I don't need. I don't. Uh, you know, understand it, the phenomena, but it is it is a um, possible for someone to hack someone's Twitter account. But the only thing that makes this um, very uh, hopeful that she is telling the truth and this is authentic right. is that the Twitter account was verified. Now, what wow. verified means is that um, basically, I'm on. I'm on. The, I've actually. I was looking at it while I was uh, talking to you about it. And I'm actually very excited that that we just got this information. Absolutely. Uh, A verified verified account on Twitter is any account with a blue verified badge uh, next to their account. And I'm just looking through the facts for verified accounts here on Twitter. Uh, By the way, thank you. Sure. Yeah, thank you for for bringing that. This is – I am – I hope, I am praying, I am praying – that these are all factual. I am so. I will do a dance in front of my house tomorrow if this is 100% verified. This is what we need. We need more people like this judge. If this is factual, and 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 this is what's been, uh, you know, what she's been uh, sending out, communicating. I, 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 I. Oh my God! This, this is what, is what we I've been trying to explain to people. I've been trying to tell people that yeah, they're corrupted criminals that work for our government, but. Collectively speaking, not not every person is collective in that criminality, right? Because there are individuals who, you know, they they do serve the people. Some of the people in these positions who are judges or military folks. So that's why we have to look at things on an individual basis. And I've always tried to tell that to people. You know what? That reminds me of the oath keepers as well, which are, yes. you know, law enforcement individuals who do abide by the Constitution. Uh, everyone out there who's listening, Google Oath Keepers because they they are very very cool cool people and they uh, do their best to inform people about the Constitution and how it actually helps the Bill of Rights and uh, it helps the people of this country. Now, very quickly, let me just let me just explain let me just explain what the uh, Twitter verified account is and why sure. Twitter verifies Twitter accounts. Uh, verifi- this is this is coming from the Twitter uh, you know support site. Verification is currently used to establish authenticity of identities on Twitter. The verified badge helps users discover high-quality sources of information and trust that a legitimate source is authoring the account's tweets. Now, I just told you, Denise Arlene, who is the judge for Bradley Manning's case, is a verified Twitter account. So that's, that's a hopeful sign right there. That's authentic yes. and real. Now, so that, unless, that's a good sign. Yeah, unless they're hacking verified accounts on Twitter, I don't know. But I, I, I have to, I have to, you know, I have to tell you guys, I'm kind of excited uh, about this right now. Again, we have to, we have to yeah, verify. We have to remain skeptical. Yeah. Right, right. Absolutely. We have to remain Absolutely. Skeptical. Well, it shows you, like I said, people in the government work for the people uh, occasionally, once in a while, and that just goes to show you, just, we got to seek out the right people. That's why we can't just write everyone off like, oh, they work for the government. We can't trust them. They won't serve us. Well, maybe they will if we seek them out. You know what? A tweet just came out. Denise Arlene has uh, confirmed the existence of chemtrails. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I also uh, I got to mention one more thing about the Oath Keepers there, Miguel. Uh, sure. They did a great service for uh, the protesters at Bilderberg, and they actually kept a good uh, protection line between police and the uh, protesters, making sure the police understood that you don't violate the Constitution to violate you know the citizens' rights. So it, thankfully for Oath Keepers being there, they probably kept the situation a lot better than it could have ended up. So they, they definitely have been a great organization helping activists and just constitutional issues overall. And they were at Bilderberg, so I they highly recommend them. I was, about to say that. I was just about to say the same thing. We that That's actually where I had a good conversation with a whole bunch of yep. uh, guys from Oath Keepers. They're a really cool, cool crew of people. And uh, you Absolutely. know what? I also, you know, this is just breaking news about the uh, the Twitter account. Again, it's it's been verified. I don't want to get people, you know, on the, on the gravy train yet until we know 100% that it was her. And, you know, because if this is true, that the judge is tweeting out these, this information, you know, her personal opinion about this man um, and the, the, the facts about what was going on to this poor individual, Bradley Manning, being persecuted by his own government, if this is, this is going to blow the mainstream media away. 
um, because they've been doing nothing but, you know, saying bad things about the guy, making him out as the, yeah, pretty much vilifying him. And here we go, the judge of the trial. Um, but again, you know, we must remain skeptical till we get all the facts. So, well, like you know, said, you know, I right. mean, as far as I'm concerned, anybody with any kind of discernment, understanding the situation of what happened, is going to understand that the government is very corrupt in this case, and that Brady man, you know, he should not be persecuted the way he is being persecuted by either the he's he has done, and he's not guilty of any crime because he hasn't been convicted of any crime. He's assumed he's basically he's still innocent until proven guilty. Am I right? That's right. Isn't that the way it's supposed to work in this country? For sure. So why are they uh, crucifying him and the media and the government? Uh, you know, obviously they're going to accuse him of doing something, but he hasn't been convicted of a crime. And until he is convicted of a crime, they can't treat him as if he's guilty of anything. What was he really guilty of? Exposing documents that, you know, let us know what's really going on? I mean, hey, and then you look at the way the media is. Not only is the media in the pockets of, you know, of the uh, pharmaceutical industry, but also in the, the uh, defense contract companies as well. So, I mean, his efforts would be hurting the defense contractors, having an excuse to have no big contracts in Iraq and elsewhere. You right, know? and uh, just so everyone knows now, I'm looking at that same account, uh, that same Twitter account, and now it looks like that verification check mark has been taken off. Okay, now, well, now also, do we know? Do we know? Do we know that that's definitely her account? Can somebody create? I don't. I don't know anything about Twitter, so yeah, maybe I should. I, mean, maybe I, I, I should create a up. Facebook. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's similar, like like Facebook. I could. I could if uh-huh. I if I create a fake email address, like like just yeah. saying uh, Eric at Yahoo dot com. Sure, I create sure. that Eric at Yahoo dot com, and I can go to because Facebook and Twitter are similar. I can go to Facebook and create a profile of you with your name using a fake email address. So someone can create a fake Twitter account using a fake email address just as easily. So, um, yeah, that, it can, that can definitely happen. Now, as far as being verified, that was the only thing that was keeping the, uh, the lid on the top of the bottle. Once, once mm. people started seeing that verification uh, icon next to her Twitter name, and, uh, you know, Twitter only puts that next to accounts that are verified as genuine, uh, that's when everyone started, uh, you know, going nuts. But now I'm being, seeing, now I'm seeing that thing. it's not on this. Yeah. Now here's the thing. Now, you know, obviously they took the thing off. Is, do you think it's possible, to speculatively speaking, that people from elsewhere had called Twitter and told them to cancel this situation, so people don't believe it? Possibly. That could be too. Just like sure. Obama has tried to censor the internet and just like what recently happened on Facebook with my account and many other accounts being shut down temporarily or locked out. That can definitely happen. That can definitely happen. I I wouldn't put it past them. Pro-Second Amendment people were shut down for a brief time. We're we're on there now, no problem, but I mean, it was weird that that could occur. I think I, you know what this woman needs to do if that's happening to her account? She needs to come out on tape or some kind of audio or video form and say these things so the public can confirm it for sure. That way there's no question. We need we need the hundreds of judges to do that, not just her. We need them all. I agree. Yeah, let alone one, absolutely, yes. Every, every judge in America needs to get together and speak out if it's like that. We, we need to have everybody, uh, you know, the, it, it, you know, I was thinking about something yesterday, and uh, this is just you know something personally that I was thinking about, um, lying down, just you know, meditating, and uh, I I reflected back to a conversation that I was having with my friend Dylan uh, years ago. Um, you know, he's he's not that political, but he pays attention to the to the corruption of our political status right now. Now he suggested that everyone, every representative, every congressman. Every person on the Senate, any, any, any person holding a political position at the moment needs to just get wiped out. Now, wiped out doesn't mean killed. I don't, you know, I'm not advocating Removed violence. from power. Yes. Whether they it's peaceful or whatever. All, we yeah. need to start from the bottom up. And I guess this goes back to my anarchist beliefs, um, where I believe that there should be none. But, you know, I, I do see why someone would like a, 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 a uh, you know, a wiping of the entire 
system. And Cleaning the slate, it. so to speak. Yes. Now, clean house of representatives. Yes, we clean them all out. And I, you know, my first two votes are probably going to go to you two guys for <laughs> uh, <laughs> president and vice president. But, <laughs> I, you know, just, you know, with that being said, I think that something like that could truly happen if, like Gabe was saying, individuals like this judge got up altogether and started speaking out. Because apparently these individuals aren't trusting the law anymore, aren't abiding by it. When, now, when all of these major figures of, of, of you know, American law get together and, and call for the cleansing of the state, I think that can actually happen. I think, I think that is the first step on our way to maybe working this, this, these issues out with, with, our, with our political leaders. Well, as I've always said, the Declaration of Independence is the primary source document for everything this country, every document in this country in its existence. So everything retains back to the original grievances of the Declaration of Independence. And right. I think it's time people start calling for a Declaration of Independence once again to reclaim the Republic, so to speak, because our Republic has been taken over by a puppet group of criminals. I, I I don't even really call this our government anymore because it's not our government. It's somebody else's government. It's certainly not the people's government because the people are being treated like slaves. Well, this is, this, is in, this is incredible. I don't even know what other word to describe of how disgusting these entire governments become of ours. It's not even our government anymore. That's right, and we, we barely have a stake in the decisions that are being made by these individuals anymore. As and my stepfather has always said, a, a, a nation is only as sovereign as its people. If the people aren't sovereign, then how is a nation sovereign? That's right, that's right. Well, with that being said right there, it looks like we've come to the conclusion of this show. Uh, <laughs> thank, thank you, Gabriel, for calling in and giving us a, a report back from the, the rally today in Albany. Thanks. Yeah, uh, that was great. Yeah, absolutely. That, you know, that, hopefully, that, we'll talk more about that in the future again. Yeah, I definitely want to know more. Unfortunately, we don't have too much time. But yeah. we also have we also have a secondary show coming up. Uh, Eric, would you like to inform everyone of the other show that uh, we have coming? Yes, I, w- I really implore everybody to stay tuned or tune in again at nine fifteen. We'll be live with Ryan Dawson. He's a YouTube personality, author, radio host webmaster and documentary filmmaker. He's written uh, several um, pieces of literature. One is called Why Peace? And the second one is called Welcome to the USSA. And he created a film called War by Deception. So Ryan Dawson will be our our guest uh, at our 915 show. One, one final note, Miguel. If people feel that they're having any symptoms from chemtrails and spraying, uh, this is something that of course, people should go to their doctor, talk to their doctors first. But the, I, I won't tell the people what to do. I'll say what I do, to my, what I take. Apple cider vinegar. You can take three tablespoons a day, mix it in some water, you know, eight, eight ounces of water, mix a tablespoon, and take that in the morning, the midday, and night. It's a great natural detoxifier. It's cheap, and it's very, very healthy for you. It has great internal benefits. So even if you feel that you're being toxic, you can start to detoxify yourself with some apple cider vinegar. Wow, thank you for that. I, I Definitely think I might have to try that. Appreciate that. Yeah. Sure. Uh, all right, everybody. I'd like to thank uh, Gabe once again, my co-host Eric, mm-hmm. and stay tuned. No We're going to be back on in about another uh, half hour-ish, 45 minutes. Okay, everybody? Thank you, Miguel. No problem, Gabe. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, buddy. Gabe. Bye, yeah. guys. Bye. Bye. Upon the gears and upon the wheels, upon the levers, by all the apparatus, and you've got to make it stop. And you've got to win the case to the people who run it, to the people who own it. Let us rest your free, the machine, don't be prevented from working at all. I said, last words on my people, I am.
a human being. God damn it. My life has value. In front of the cameras, we all hate each other. Behind the scenes, it's a business. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.